Rise and shine. Rise and shine. Chop, chop. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. It's a beautiful day. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. You guys are nerds. This is exactly what the nerds want. Our name shall become legend. Spoken in hushed tones by nerds across the galaxy. If you build it, nerds will come. Nerds must love this place. They think we're a bunch of nerds, and I'll tell you something. I think they're right. Let, let the nerds take over. Let the nerds take over! Rise and shine, nerds. We hope you got your coffee because it's time for our brand new morning show for Love Thy Nerd and anyone who finds themselves at the cross-section of nerd culture and church culture. I'm Randy Amat. I'm the director of content and resources here at Love Thy Nerd. And I'm Deidre. This isn't my real voice. Later in the show, we've got an extended interview with Love Thy Nerd's IRL events lead, Luke Filippiak. Today, learning about his nerdiness and streamer life. Here's a story. Hold on. I've I've cut out a whole line here. But first, Deidre and I have been married for 18 years. Yeah. Together for 23. Yes. That's a long time. Yes, it is. Holy cow. I don't think I've said (laughs) how long we've been together in a while. I know. It's so sad. That's a quarter of a life right there. We're so It's so sad. (laughs) It's sad that we're old. It's so sad we've been together so long. It's, it's, no. (laughs) It's just sad that it can be that big of a number. That big of a number, yeah. Yeah. Only getting bigger. Uh, And so, because we've been together for so long, we're pretty much experts at marriage. And so, we are going to be helping other married couples uh, figure out their problems. There we go. Now you're All right. Here is a story from the Shreddit. No. Subreddit. Every week. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Here is a story from the subreddit known by the acronym AITA. But since we're watching our profanity on this Christian nerd podcast, we're going to call it I am the jerk. Am I? (laughs) Am I the jerk? I I don't don't like that line. I thought you went to college. Did you go to college? I'm going to rewrite it. I thought you had to read when you went to college. <laughs> Didn't you work in the library at one point? No, you worked at the other place. What are you talking about? You ha- the you Center worked. for Teaching Excellence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. That's, what, that's what I remember. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So here's the story. <clears throat> Am I the jerk for starting a fight with my wife over leftovers? Ooh. All right. I, 33-year-old male, kind of started a fight with my wife, 30-year-old female, over her wasting food. She and I had very different upbringings when it came to food. Her family had the disposable income to eat out multiple times per month, and her family would cook large meals, enough to feed an army, basically. And when the food entered leftover territory, the rule in their house was whoever gets to it first gets to it. My family was much more money-minded, only eating out on special occasions and cooking just enough for one or two meals. Takeout was never shared, and if we had leftovers, it was equally distributed. Some would be surprised to learn that this has caused a great deal of dispute in our marriage. My wife does the majority of the cooking, and she likes to order uh, take-in a lot as we both have demanding jobs. Over our 10-year relationship, she has learned to cook in much smaller helpings as much as it would, uh, as much of it would spoil. She's not good about eating leftovers. Uh, the smell of a lot of cold food makes her feel sick. So she tries to meal prep or cook just enough to cover two meals max, as she knows letting food spoil irks me. <laughs> when we had leftovers, I always let her know when her portion is still in the fridge. Typically, she tells me to have it if I want it. 
she has said that uh, she has said before that if she were truly coming back for it, she'd write her name on it or tell me not to eat it as she was saving it for later. But to my recollection, she has never done that. I always tell her that her leftovers are hers so she can have them, and we go back and forth like that in several rounds. The other night, we had leftover Chinese takeout, her leftovers. I ate mine. She asked me what I wanted uh, wanted her to cook for dinner, and I reminded her that she has her leftovers. She said, oh, yeah, hand it here. So uh, I gave her the container, and I watched her dump it straight into the trash without looking at it. Wide-eyed, I asked her, what are you doing? She proceeds to inform me that she has uh, come up with a new system. If she tells me three times that I can eat her leftovers because she does not intend to come back for them, she will throw them out before it spoils. Apparently, this was the fourth time I reminded her about these leftovers, so it triggered the disposal. I got quiet to process the fact that she made this decision without talking to me about it. And finally, I said she could have told me she was going to throw it out, then I would have eaten it. She firmly thinks that the statute of limitations expired, as she told me three times I could have them, and she could do with them what she sees fit at this point. I would have uh, I would have eaten it if I knew she tossed them out uh, instead of conceding. Uh, with the understanding I truly didn't mind eating uh, her eating them herself. I feel like she truly hasn't listened to and she has disregarded my feelings uh, and upbringing with food. Sorry, this is poorly written at the end here. I told her, <laughs> do you... Uh, do, okay, I'm sorry. I thought that was a question. I told her, do you, and haven't really talked to her since. So am I the jerk? <laughs> All right. <clears throat> this is... This is, as I was listening to the argument, I realized something that has saved us in our marriage. And that is that we don't like the same things. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't want lot. your leftovers. Not left- a lot of the same Okay, things. you know what? I would want your leftovers, but you certainly would not want mine. Most of the Most time. Most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> like Chinese food. Yeah. You know, mm. Yeah. yeah. No. Stuff I have, you're like, nah, you can, you there's can a couple have it. Things, there's a couple it. things in the Chinese food yeah, realm yeah. that I enjoy, but Fried it's rice. not the stuff that you like. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah. it's at least not the stuff that you're going to order. Or, you know, you get stuff, but it's not cooked the way I would like, you know, you like your steak different than I like my steak. And Yeah, you get it a little bit more pink than I do. Yeah, yeah. If it's a bad steak, I'm going to get it well done, and I'm just going to smother it in A1 sauce. But if it's a good steak, I'll go medium medium well sometimes. Yeah. I don't like it too chewy. Medium, <laughs> if medium's a gamble. Your face right now is telling me that you don't medium's want that gamble. pink. I'm trying to remember if I try, if I, the last time I got medium, and I remember it was too much. You were like, no, it was, I can't it do felt, it. It felt rare. It was too much. <laughs> but medium well's good, usually. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, so here's what I'm thinking. I'm not sure she's, I'm not sure she's the jerk. I think he's trying to force his way of doing things onto her. Right. Her family, it seemed like it was, you know, it's up for grabs. If you want it, it's in the fridge, take it. Right. And he's like, no, we need to separate it out and have it even. And, you know, this is your half. This is my half. If she's fine with him just eating her leftovers, why is he not just eating her leftovers? I think, I think, okay. So I think that maybe she should have said, hey, 
if I'm telling you you can go ahead and eat them, that means I'm not going to eat them. If I ever say to you, you can have them if you want, that means I'm not going to touch them. Right. If she made that explicitly clear, yeah, maybe that would have solved this argument. But at the same time, he even laid out multiple times here how much she has done to acclimate to his concerns already over the years. She cooks less food, so -hmm. there's not as much left over. She doesn't want anything to to spoil. So if he's not going to eat it, she's going to throw it out before it spoils. He already mentions that the smell of a lot of cold food, food makes her sick. And so she's still even trying to abide by that. By allowing for leftovers, and, you yeah. know, I mean, I, th- yeah. I think she's done a lot of compromising here mm-hmm. that while he's mentioning it, it doesn't feel like he's actually giving her credit for it. It's like we've we've made all these changes, but still this one thing she did wrong. <laughs> and so I told her, do you? And I haven't talked to her since. I mean, ugh. now I, yeah. I, I, I can see well, she how. She even said like something about. Uh, if I really, truly want it, I'll put my name on it. Right. And, and, and he said she's never done that. he said she's never done Well, that tells me, okay, she's never truly, really wanted leftovers. She's not a <laughs> leftovers kind of gal. And you're trying to force her to have her portion of leftovers. Mm-hmm. Is it that you really don't like leftovers either? And you're like, I don't yeah, want to eat question. them either. Yeah. Like, is, it, is, this, is this something that he's still just carrying on from his thrifty childhood? Yeah. Or does he not really like the leftovers either? So he doesn't want to eat two people's leftovers. <laughs> and he's really just trying to force the idea have the leftovers on her. Yeah, Tristan Burt, first in, first served. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I I lived with a family of five, and it was it was rare we had leftovers, honestly, with five of us. Yeah, especially <laughs> but, with your little brother. Yeah, yeah. Little teenage boy, and then the, uh, you know, the boyfriends mm-hmm. would be eating, too, as well. That's true. But I don't recall us like ever divvying them up. Well, we do that like after Thanksgiving, you know, yeah. whatever we divvy up all the leftovers. But I guess that's a normal thing. But that's like per family. That's yeah. like, you know, all three families are together here for Thanksgiving, you know. Tradition. We're very traditional in our <laughs> cooking even, for Thanksgiving and make sure we have tons of leftovers. <laughs> even when we take leftovers home, I like make my own leftovers yes, and you make he, your own leftovers he, he because there's not, things that yeah. you want and things He's that like, I want. I don't want your stuffing touching my turkey. <laughs> I will. <laughs> yeah, see, he'll make really? his own. I don't even want. I don't want even any of my food touching. Set of leftovers, <laughs> and then the rest is me and the kids. <laughs> I get the Tupperware that has the individual sections, so none of the things touch. <laughs> uh, yeah. I really think that your, you know, your picky eating has saved us from having these kinds of mm-hmm. arguments. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and often because like I like I'm trying to eat lower carb and things, so often we don't. Most of the time, we don't eat the same thing anyway. <laughs> like when do we ever have? It's so rare. Like we had roast and potatoes here. At your father's house uh-huh. a couple of days ago. And I think that's the first meal that you and I have had the same food for. In a long time. In a long time. Yeah. It's like you and the kids eat one thing and then I have to eat the low carb thing <laughs> or not nothing even at all. I, I discussed <laughs> with him the other day. It is so difficult cooking now. I So Matt's doing keto. Occasionally, okay, when I yeah, when I have the gumption, 
and I was for a while too. And so, you know, that meal is a different kind of meal. And then I have uh, my middle child, Johnny, who is the pickiest in the house. So picky. So I have to do, you know, something different for him. He is, he is. He's doing trying. so much better. He's trying things, but now. he That's still does thing. not like want any sort of sauce ever. No sauce. No, so, like not want, even spaghetti. Doesn't want peanut butter. No. Like so, making it difficult. All the all the yeah all the things that like every kid likes, and so they're the go to foods. He doesn't like. Yeah, yeah. Which is annoying. And then <laughs> and then we have Natalie, who's not quite two yet, and so you know some things she can't eat, or I have to cut up her food, you know, and so it's like I'm cooking four different meals Mm -hmm. and then Matt's kind of just on his own. Yeah. For dinner. (laughs) You make, you, you do you see, I'm, I'm the same way. (laughs) Do you? So in this, in this instance, I'm going to (laughs) say both of them are kind of the jerk just a little bit. Yeah. Not a lot. He's, he's expecting one thing. Mm -hmm. She's doing her own thing without kind of telling him the process. Mm -hmm. Both of those things were kind of, like, just just talk to each other a little bit more about what your expectations are with the whole leftover thing. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. both of y'all would be fine. Yeah. Uh, so neither of them are major jerks. I think this was just yeah. a, 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 a misunderstanding <laughs> that uh, can easily be solved if you just, just talk it out and stop having expectations of each other. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Any other thoughts on that? Oh, All right. I don't I think, think so. I think we're good. I think judgment has been rendered. <laughs> we're going to stop it right there and take our first break. But when we come back, we've got today's nerdy news story. Hey, fam. This is Hector Mirai, and you're listening to Faith and Vandom 180 on LTN Radio. So my friend Stephanie came to visit me at a big Comic-Con I was at last week. We hung out, we talked, we enjoyed nerdy things and good conversations. And then when it was time for her to go, I asked her if she wanted any Pokemon cards. I have free Pokemon cards to give away thanks to some cool people that donate them for me to give away at cons. And I was like, hey, do you want any Pokemon cards? And she's like, no, not unless you have a Raichu. And I said, I I might have a Raichu. Why? And she said, because Raichu gets no love. And we proceeded to then have a conversation about the fact that people focus on Pikachu so much that Raichu gets no love. And she wanted to get a Raichu card simply out of solidarity and support for the Pokemon that is discarded and unwanted because Pikachu's too cute. And I know that's a comical thing and it's a it's a silly thing, but the reality is it's kind of how we operate as people because we find the way that makes us most comfortable, the way that we feel most liked and adored by other people. And as long as we can stay in that state, we really don't worry about growing. We don't worry about maturing. We don't worry about becoming not even a better, but a more complete version of ourselves. And that's the reality is that Raichu is the evolution of Pikachu. He's the next version. It's the, it's the growth stage. And 
For some of us, we've been Pikachuing it for a very long time. And we should be grateful for the people that actually want to see us grow. And it reminds me of this verse in Hebrews 10, 24, where it says, And let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds. We should be intentionally thinking, caring, and considering how we can help the people in our lives grow and mature and become the best versions of themselves in God's plan and God's working and to be able to help them be able to do the good deeds God's designed them for and to love the way that God's called them to love. Sometimes we need to evolve and we need people to help us do that. If you'd like to learn more about faith and fandom, head on over to faithandfandom.org where you can learn about our Comic-Con ministry, podcast, memes, apparel, and book series. You can even read new chapters before they make it to the next book. I'm Hector Mirai, and thank you for spending the last 180 seconds with me. Rise and Shine Nerds, LTN's brand new morning show, and there are four ways you can experience our show. We know you can't always catch our show when it premieres, and while that's a personal insult to us, we've got you covered. You can subscribe to our podcast, just search Rise and Shine Nerds on your favorite podcast app, and of course, all of our videos are available on the YouTube channel anytime after they originally air. Let's talk about birthdays. Ooh. Uh, This is a weird one. Mine's coming up, by the way. Oh, dang. It is. <laughs> Just thought I'd give you a warning there. <laughs> <clears throat> well, I already know what I'm not going to get you. Uh, anything, essentially. Uh, South Koreans have uh, become a year or two younger as a new law aligns the nation's two traditional age counting methods with the international standards. So this is a report from the BBC. Uh, the law scraps one traditional system that deems South Koreans one year old at birth, counting time in the womb. Uh, another counted everyone as aging by a year every first day of January instead of on their birthdays. So you had a birthday, but you didn't celebrate your birthday. Everybody is a year older on January 1st. So everybody has a birthday at the beginning of the year. That's so weird. Uh, the switch to age counting um, based on birthday took effect last Wednesday. So President Yoon Suk Yul uh, pushed strongly for the change when he ran for office last year. The traditional age counting methods created unnecessary social and economic costs, he said. For instance, disputes have arisen over insurance payouts and determining eligibility for government assistance programs based on ages. Yeah, I could see that. Previously, the most widely used calculation method in Korea was the centuries-old Korean age system in which a person turns one at birth and gains one year on January 1st. This means that a baby born on December 31st will be two years old the next day. (laughs) A separate counting age system that was also traditionally used in the country considers a person zero at birth and adds a year on January 1st. This means that, for example, as of June 28th, 2023, a person born on June 29th, 2023 is 19 under the international system, 20 under the counting age system, and 21 under the Korean age system. 
Lawmakers voted to scrap the traditional counting methods last December, despite the move many existing statutes that count a person's age based on the counting age calendar year system will remain. For example, South Koreans can buy cigarettes and alcohol from the year, not the day, that they turn 19. The traditional age counting methods were also used by either East Asian countries, um, other, sorry, other East Asian countries, but most have dropped it. Japan adopted the international standard in 1950, while North Korea followed suit in the 1980s. So were, were they like the last man standing, or are there other countries that are going to be continuing I don't, this? I, don't, I feel like they were the... Uh, based on another article that I read earlier last year when they were first coming out or first voting on this, mm-hmm. I feel like they might have been the last man standing, but mm-hmm. there might be a smaller country out there still doing it. But it is so strange. So strange. Especially yeah. in that one situation, a baby born on December 31st would be two years old the next the day. The next day, yeah. Like, what? <laughs> how do you do this? How do you how do you measure clothing? <laughs> Can you have a 2T? Yeah. Like, well, he should be in 2T by now. He's already two years old. <laughs> like, it's, it's, um, yeah, it's a bit much. That's weird. Yeah, like just, I know all our laws, you know, it's like Social Security. It's your age. It's age based. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, life insurance. Who can, age based. Who can play with so what toys things. is age based? You know, what yeah, I mean? yeah. like you have age warnings on movies, and you have age warnings on on specific kinds of so toys. Do they not? Do they have? Games. Like, I have no idea. <laughs> how do they? How do they function? <laughs> Their range is just way bigger. Medication. Like Like you can't, you're supposed to start, you're supposed to start uh, being able to give like children's Motrin or whatever. Or no, not children's Motrin, but some allergy medicines and some other medications, vitamins and stuff when they're two years old. Right. It says under two, ask a a doctor. Yeah. And so day one for this baby at two years old. All right. Here's your allergy medicine. Like that's, I don't understand how they functioned. Yeah. But anyway, let's take one more break. (laughs) When we get back, we're diving into our main topic, our interview with Luke Filippiak. We here at Love Thy Nerd emphasize relational outreach. From huge convention halls to local game nights across the world, LTN wants to show the love of Jesus to nerds and nerd culture. We're always developing resources and articles to help you grow nerd ministry in your area and expanding our reach as a ministry into all areas of nerd culture. Connect with us on social media at LoveThyNerd and at LTN On Air to join in. to Rise and Shine Nerds, LTN's brand new morning show. Before we jump into our main topic today, we've got an article recommendation. Yesterday for the 4th of July, Craig Nash posted a listicle. I can't. I'm not used to these <laughs> I know you terms. Hated that word. Posted listicle. a listicle of 
10 superheroes that exemplify the best of America. You can find it on the homepage right now on lovethynerd.com. This week, I sat down with Love Thy Nerd's IRL events lead, Luke Filippiak, to learn more about him and what's going on in LTN right now. Today, we learn more about Frost, Twitch streaming, and things Luke nerds out about. Joining me today and this whole week is Luke Filippiak, one of a handful of official Love Thy Nerd staff members and our IRL, in real life, events coordinator, mainly in charge of our missions trips to conventions and also heading up the team this year for our first ever Nerd Culture Ministry Summit. He's also streaming on Twitch as Frostbite 4, or Ivy, uh, Roman numeral 4. We've learned about his life, we've learned about his faith journey, but today I want to learn about just how deep nerdiness runs through his veins. Uh, Are you ready, Luke? I'm so ready. You ready to prove yourself? As a professional nerd, oh, I didn't know I had to <laughs> prove myself. We'll see. Do we have a panel of judges? Am I judged by my my peers? You're you're always being judged. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a simple question, might maybe a big question. I don't know, but simple at least. What are some things that you have like geeked out about over your whole life? You mentioned a few of them. I think day yeah. one, but go ahead and recap for people that might have missed it. Things that are just, uh, for sure. Luke, these are the things that I love. All right. So, like I said a couple of days ago, from a very young age, I remember just being into Star Wars, mm-hmm. um, watching that with my dad, eating Doritos, and um, just the original trilogy. And then, like, all the, there were, like, a couple little spinoffs, like, cartoons and that at the time. Um, but, like, having all the Lego, like, figures for that collecting all those sets um having just weird obscure like star wars toys and what have you um video games i had a my first console was a like a handheld it was the game boy pocket it was the translucent purple and if you ever see me with my nintendo switch i got one of those mod kits to do the translucent purple joy cons oh that's awesome um and so it kind of just as like a nod back to my <laughs> origins and um yeah i had had it like you know all the new game boys growing up um, what was your favorite I game would, on on the pocket because that's still original that's still original game boy games right that's still the full square yeah, size things. um probably the i think it was super mario bros 2 or yes. super mario bros world super mario world super mario Two. world the one with wario as the boss no. Ah, oh, darn. That was my favorite. No. Six golden No, that's coins. what I'm thinking. There was like a second one, I think. And like, I played that. I played well, that. That was the second, have to that was the second one. The first one was uh, just Super Mario. Oh, no, Land. Super Mario Land. That, I think that was it. Two. I think that was it. Um, and I remember playing that like in the car, like at night, like leaning into the, like, the street light <laughs> trying to play. Did you have the um, weird... Uh, peripheral that could like magnify it and turn a light on eventually oh, heck, yeah, yeah i got that eventually i had the worm light first and then i got yeah oh, the like magnifying glass one <laughs> um but like i think one of my my favorite consoles was the game boy advance sp so it was the first one so that had a the, backlit screen that was the like folded. One, right yeah yeah um and on that i had um advance wars and that was like my jam and they finally made a remake of that for the Switch. And so I played that more than I've played Tears of the Kingdom. Don't hate me. <laughs> <laughs> is, it a, is it a remake or is it, the, is it on the virtual console? 
No, it's a remake. They so they made uh, Advance Wars one and two reboot camp, oh, and okay. um, they delayed it for like so long because of like all the wars going on, and so they were trying to be respectful, oh, and it just sense. like yeah. they pushed it back and back and back, and then they like they pushed it back so much they just canceled everyone's pre-orders. Oh, and I was just like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to get this now, but <laughs> I loved it so much I had to get it. So, um. Yeah, I was super into that. Um, growing up, uh, my first like console I plugged into a TV was the PlayStation 1. Actually, not even the PlayStation 1. It was just the PlayStation. The PlayStation 1, they like slimmed it down and like rounded the corners. But I had the like oh, OG right. PlayStation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just the original. I had this like Star Wars Street Fighter game that my dad threw away because of uh, Slave Leia. <laughs> Wasn't allowed to have that in the house. And... Um, <laughs> But, dude, yeah, that's kind of where my, my gaming started. Had a GameCube. Um, that was the only that, one I didn't have that was Nintendo. I did not have the GameCube. I switched dude. to Xbox for that generation. I didn't regret yeah, it. Yeah, see, so I didn't have an Xbox until the 360 in college. Because, again, all Xbox had was shoot 'em up games, and I mm-hmm. couldn't have those. <laughs> Even though my youth group would put on Halo parties. <laughs> well, you're only shooting aliens then. Those are demons. That's what I said. Those are demons in disguise. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I wasn't as lucky as Bubba in getting away with playing Diablo. Well, he was slaying demons. Yeah. Well, Bubba didn't really um, have anybody watching him. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, got away, I got away with yeah, a lot so of I, stuff I wasn't supposed to do at Bubba's house. <laughs> Well, that's what, so like, I would go to my friend's house and like play their Xboxes and stuff. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I was just, I was super into video games now, like still very much into it, have a PC now, all that good stuff. But, uh, into Marvel, everything Marvel. I love TV shows, like whether they're nerdy or considered nerdy or not. Um, Asia and I just finished the second season of The Bear. It's a Hulu original. I've heard about that. Is good? Crazy good. Yeah. If you can, like, if you don't mind a little bit of anxiety, <laughs> um, which I'm usually not a fan of. I'm a very anxious person. But, mm-hmm. like, I mean, like, you talk about shaky cam. Like, dude, they're just, like, running in and out of, like, this kitchen and doing all sorts of stuff. And people are shouting and screaming at each other. And it's just, it's insane. But... It's like a 10 out of 10 show. Like, like even Rotten Tomatoes has it at like 100%. So. Really? Okay. Yeah, I've heard very minute things, but I need to check that out. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so. What, uh, what, what's what been your favorite console that you've owned in your life? I like mean. With set of games and everything, you know, like, what was the, what was the best one? I... I I probably got to say my 360. I like just everything was on that. And that's kind of like what what just kind of like, like I said, when I went to college, I could do my own thing. And so I'm like, I'm going to buy an Xbox 360 (laughs) and I'm going to buy Halo and Call of Duty and play that because my mom can't stop me. (laughs) Um, And yeah, like. Call of Duty Black Ops, playing zombies with people, um, like Halo, um, Halo 3 on that thing, ODST, um, 
four if you want to include that even though it wasn't that great <laughs> yeah i mean uh, it must have been a pretty popular i didn't because i i jumped back to nintendo after the xbox the first one okay i can't say the xbox one because that's not that system mm-hmm. um <laughs> xbox been confusing did you have so you said you were on xbox original did you xbox. play black the game black black the cover was literally just a bunch of like bullet shells and it said black Hold on, let me look at it. If I can see the I'm cover, telling you I'll that remember. game was top tier and it was it it did not last because it was overshadowed by Call of Duty and Halo. But like that game was top I tier. I recognize it. I have played yeah. it. I didn't own it, but I did play yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, I'm remembering that. So not a lot of people remember it, but like I remember like it was yesterday playing the graveyard level where there's like a sniper up in the church steeple. Mm-hmm. Dude. I could uh, so many hours just trying to get through that sneak around Uh, and then fable fable was on the original Xbox oh that's right Uh, so what are some things that you're really into right now oh man perhaps you've heard of this there's this little game called Marvel Snap you're still running that Marvel Snap it killed me I eventually (laughs) I just couldn't do it anymore I I was all in Give up? Oh, it was uh, at least a month ago. Yeah, like I just okay. like it's taking too much of my life. I couldn't do Dude, anything else. <laughs> it's so you're totally fine. I have not been. I have not been that I'm addicted still, to a game in a long time. I'm still into it, man. Um, <laughs> this season, I hit infinite for I the saw. first time. Yeah. Um, and then I haven't gone infinite, so they just released the um the conquest mode. Which I'm not a huge fan of. It's fine. It could be better. Um, but I have a couple of infinite tickets, which is you have to win five, like get, you have to beat five people in a row. Mm. So like a tiered thing. So if you make it all the way to the end, you get a special infinity border around your like profile pick or whatever. Um, I really don't care about it. But like I just on stream the other day, like, got an infinity ticket for the first time and i'm just like oh great now i have to try and then i was just super anxious i didn't want to do it on stream so i'm like we're gonna play Fortnite instead <laughs> so that's the other thing i'm super into right now is Fortnite, and that's and really spent... one that's been going on for a long time how long have you yeah. been into it since the beginning or just recently no not at all so since the beginning of Fortnite, i ridiculed people for playing Fortnite. <laughs> what is this cartoon of a game come play halo or (laughs) call of duty or something and then i just was never into the building side of it and then recently they they made like a no build mode and i dabbled in it a little bit but then we started a young adult group at our church and then like just people in the ltn community and people in our community like there's just so many people that play where i'm like i'll try it out one season and i was just hooked um and i think the thing that got me was they it's a different game every week. So it's like every week on like Monday or Tuesday, they'll like vault some weapons. They'll put some new weapons in. They'll add like a new item. They'll take out old items. They'll change part of the map. They'll add things. And it's like they do that on the regular, like week to week. Wow. And so it's just so fresh, so different. Like the movement, everything is so different week to week. And that just, that's what like pulls me back in. The last time I played it was before they started, uh, letting you remove the build um build option yeah and i i also did not like the build mechanic like it just i, I couldn't i couldn't i couldn't multitask I that well. if i want to build i'm gonna go play <laughs> roblox or minecraft like i want to play a shooter 
because the gunplay in that game is very well done mm-hmm. and the movement and everything now uh, yeah it build is what makes Fortnite unique you take that out it's just like any other battle royale but that's what i like so yeah <laughs> yeah i agree um okay well let's jump into uh your twitch life here um sure. I'm going to I'm going to admit cuz it is Frostbite 4, right? It's Roman numerals right. 4. Yeah. Yeah. When I first saw your name for some reason, it did uh-huh. not I did not think Roman numerals. I was thinking it was Frostbite IV, like you had Frostbite going directly into your veins, that like you're that cold of a killer. <laughs> I I I kind of like that. Though. Like I've never really explored that, but if someone asks, that's now my answer. <laughs> so why uh, why uh, why that name? Why Frost uh, at all? Frost is kind of your shorthand online name, but what made you choose Frostbite as your online handle? Okay, so this is probably this is going back to that the last question you asked on the first day of like what do people not know about me? Here's my gamer tag before I was Frostbite. Are you ready for this? I made it when I was in sixth grade, so go easy on me. But it was Little <laughs> Jedi Man. <laughs> <laughs> so i still have my email <laughs> i still have like that's what my runescape account was um and i didn't create a new email and be like i gotta change this name until i opened my first bank account in college <laughs> and they're like what's your email a <laughs> uh, little jedi man at uh, gmail or at hotmail whatever i had at the time and they're just like i'm not kidding the banker was just like you know, you could just create a new email, right? I'm like, oh, man, you're probably right. I should. <laughs> you know, they're free, right? That's hilarious. Um, but yeah, so then, so around the time where I'm like, I'm going to redeem the time. Like, I want to be able to to do this and, like, connect with people. Um, I don't want to connect people with people being known by that name. <laughs> and so I was just trying to think of something creative. Um, and it honestly came about because... Um, at the time, that's when like Dark Knight and all of that was like super popular. And mm-hmm. so it's like, I was like, oh, I'm going to be like Batman and take like something I hate or my fear and like turn it into my strength, like use it. And so like, I hate the cold. I absolutely hate the cold. Like give me like a hundred degree weather, like any day over really? below zero. Yeah. I do not. It's just, I'm like, I'm, like, I'm going to keep moving south. I will never move <laughs> back up north. Um, so that's where the frost comes. That's that's me. That's my Batman side. <laughs> um, and then the bite is like B Y T E. So it's, that's my techie side. You know, I grew up in IT. I grew up in the AV industry. Um, all of that. And so that's my. That was like my nerdy techie side. And then the four. Uh, me and my buddies from high school. Um, that all played RuneScape together. We all had that Roman numeral four because uh, we had a uh, one of our buddies. He was a um, our Chinese friend um, in China. Four is a very unlucky number, and so our thought was like, we're gonna bring all this bad luck to people, <laughs> like when we face them in the Call of Duty lobbies. And so that's <laughs> that's where that is. That literally just ties me to my my high school gamer buds. Wow. Okay. So you've been. You said you 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 learned about Twitch early on, uh, but 
how long you said you okay i'm remembering correctly you joined at the beginning of uh the covid time is that right yeah you started streaming so in college or like fresh out of college i was like watching youtube videos on destiny because that's what i was into um and i i saw this guy's like videos like six hours long i'm like what on earth but i was like watching it because he was just like playing the game but then i noticed like very quickly he was like talking to someone and then there was a chat and i was just like i need to figure out what this is so i like looked at his bio like he's got a link to this thing called twitch i went over there i'm like i can watch people play this game live (laughs) it just like blew my mind yeah it's a pretty cool platform or the idea i know it's not the only platform that does that even youtube does it now but yeah but uh I had never experienced that either until getting involved with Love Thy Nerd uh, yeah. as they were setting up for the um, the first online LTN con in 2020. Oh. I'm like, okay. well, how are they going to pull this off? And just seeing what this uh, platform was, was pretty, uh, oh. pretty entertaining. So yeah. what's, what, what's your Twitch process like? Like, uh, how, how do you choose what you want to stream? Uh What's what's something specific that you do that other Twitch streamers don't do, or maybe things that you've copied from other Twitch streamers and made your own? I mean, I I definitely try to do like what we do here at LTN with just like having quality content. I don't want my quality to be crappy. Like I don't want a really crappy looking camera, and like I don't want to um, just do anything halfway. And so I try to keep it like good quality i want someone to tune in and be able to hear me clearly and see me clearly in the game all of that um but outside of that i just try to like be inviting invite people in and um spark those conversations uh because i want them to come back i want to build that relationship with people and people aren't going to stay if you know you're talking in a mcdonald's drive through microphone and, you know, <laughs> uh, but you know you've got that you know the your camera in a, a happy meal from the same trip to mcdonald's mm-hmm. um and so I, I think that's like one thing that i just strive to do um is have at least good quality like for people to watch and enjoy as far as like deciding what game i want to play it's literally just what i'm into yeah. um and if i were to give someone advice on like what they should play like play what you love because if you're not <laughs> Uh, and I've done this to myself. I've tried to suffer through a game that I did not like just to get through it on stream. And it, it shows <laughs> like yeah. people can tell that you're not enjoying something. And that goes back to not being good quality content. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, when we um, <clears throat> er- earlier on, I think there was a I think you, it was still when you were streaming with LTN like every day. Uh, I think there was a week that you were going to be gone or maybe you were sick or something. And so Uh all of us kind of split up the days that you're doing. And I'm like, well, I've, people have been trying to get me to do, um, fable, uh, for a while. Oh yeah. So I was going to try fable on stream. And so I I did that as one of my days is I I played fable for the first time, Uh brand new out of the box kind of thing. I didn't even, hadn't even pre-played it or anything to get a feel for it and i enjoyed it enough that day and i'm like you know i might try and keep this up so i moved it to you know my night and at the time my channel and the second one i'm like you know what uh 
I don't think I'm into this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can see I can see why this would be entertaining for a lot of people, but this isn't sure. my uh this isn't my style. But yeah, yeah. I, I felt that call of like you you said you were gonna keep playing it, so you should keep playing yeah. it. I'm like, mm. but do do people really wanna watch me pretend that I'm enjoying exactly. the game? <laughs> yeah. So I've played I've played so many different things. Like I played I started I think like the first thing I ever streamed was Surviving Mars, which is one of my favorite like Sims like game that that I play. Uh, I went on to like um, Gears of War, <laughs> played that for a little bit. I played Halo. I played Apex. I, like today, I I stream mostly Marvel Snap. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then some Fortnite here and there. But it's yeah, um, play what you love focus on that and you'll like you'll bring in people that also love that and you'll have genuine conversations with them like right because you both love that <laughs> so if someone tuned into you playing fable and they're asking all these questions like oh i love this game like what do you think about this and you're just like ah <laughs> i don't know the terminology um so last question here for this uh, yeah. uh on twitch and and on professional nerd uh streaming here for today what is the best thing and the worst thing about streaming on twitch or streaming in general i mean the depth the best thing is definitely the community mm -hmm. like tuning in playing something that you do love i've met a lot of people that are into marvel snap the past you know few months that like we have genuine conversations of like oh man i i think armor is such an underrated card like all you know like talking about different decks we use it in or, or like even you know i poke fun at like high evolutionary decks and like people that use that having no skill and it's all for fun but it's like <laughs> it, it like the community the the community around it like you know whether you agree with like my hot takes or not um people are genuinely there to just like chat about stuff that they love and that's just kind of like an open door like we're going to talk about this i believe tomorrow of just like going on mission like it's no different online where you're just like hey i speak the language of marvel snap right now and i can talk to you and i have this open door to like talk to you about this and then you're going to keep coming back because you want to hear more about that and then you want to hear more about me and i want to hear more about you and then the next thing you know like we're sharing life together <laughs> and so that's probably that's the best thing you know and it goes back to my journey of just like being able to redeem that time to like build those relationships like right. they take time yeah worst thing is it's it takes a lot of time you know to like have a decent stream yeah, you don't want to stream like put less than two it. or three hours like when you do stream um and doing that on the regular like right now uh, I only stream twice a week. I would love to stream more, but as you said in all of the intros this week, uh, I do our mission strips and I'm helping with NCMS, um, and it's a lot. And so maybe one day when I have a little bit less on my plate, I'll be able to add another stream or two um, and be able to dump more time into making those better quality. Because like right now, I'm kind of just keeping it afloat. Mm -hmm. You know, it's... It's not like I'm, you know, raking in a ton of new viewers or anything, but it's not like it's going anywhere, like dying. And so I'm really thankful for it. Uh, but yeah, take it's for those of you interested, it's not just hitting go live. You got to make TikTok content and you got to be on Twitter and just 
you got to have other avenues of content to be able to like bring in community. So, yeah. Well, I think we have uh, learned a lot about Luke from several different angles. Uh, tomorrow, for the final part of our interview, we're going to talk about Luke's work with Love Thy Nerd. Uh, but that is all for today. Thank you for joining us again, Luke. Thank you so much. Glad to be here. We'll take a pause there. I'll have our final chat with Luke tomorrow as we focus on LTN missions, including his recent trip to Origins, Game Fair, and the upcoming Nerd Culture Ministry Summit. I keep on saying Missionary Summit. Uh, but as for today, we are out of coffee, so it's time to wrap things up. But before we go, let's get our verse of the day. Uh, today's verse is 2 Corinthians 4.18. So we fix our eyes... <coughs> Jeez. Aha! Apologize. <laughs> Second Corinthians 4.18. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. For what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. And with that, our Wednesday show is coming to a close. Thank you for joining us for Rise and Shine Nerds. We want to invite you to get behind the scenes by joining our LTN Discord community. Once you've joined at lovethynerd.com slash discord, simply go to the channels and roles and click on the Rise and Shine Nerds channel to gain access to it. You can help us plan shows and segments and even be on the show yourself on occasion. And currently, we are taking suggestions that we will eventually vote on for the new name for our community. Apparently, most <laughs> people don't like Shiners because there's too many other things named shiners <laughs> and so we are taking options and we will be voting on it during our next hiatus uh, <laughs> subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast app or through the love thy nerd youtube channel so you don't miss an episode and tell us what you think of the show via our socials at rise and shine ltn on facebook and twitter once again i'm radio matt and i'm daedra and as always a reminder jesus loves you nerds